0: and it's over to Lewis and Robbie.
1: Hello and welcome. This is episode 149 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. Where too much talking your pets is barely enough. I am still Dr. Robbie Ender, and I'm joined this week by a man who it turns out is on the hard seltzers. I did. I was going to have a, a little thing there. I was going to talk about you know the, the spite in an interview where he let it slip that he is actually QAnon that it's Dr. Lewis Kirkham, but no, you're brought into evidence that you're, uh, that you're on the hard seltzers. You're trying to drink, uh, drink like you're 21 years old and looking after your waist. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham Lewis, tell us about what you're drinking. Well, well, I when I was queuing on, I mean whoops. oh, 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 oh no, oh, oh, let that okay, <laughs> yeah. no, I've never been queuing on,
0: <laughs> Well, when I saw
1: when I saw you you know dressed up the other day with the the horns and the and the hairy pants and things like that, and you were you know, trying to trying to get people to invade parliament house you know i thought that was a bit of a giveaway but um but now now that you're on the hard seltzers and everybody knows that q and on likes to uh, likes a nice vodka seltzer so you know, well, you know, you let the cat out of the bag well the horns the hairy chest you can't keep that figure mate drinking beer <laughs> you've got it you got it i'm pretty sure you're that's where i'm seltzers. going wrong yeah you're on the seltzers if you're going for that that sort of zeke look nice. you got that physique happening oh definitely definitely Oh, you've, you've heard it here first. Listeners, there you go. Yes. If, you, if you, if you too want to take your shirt off and put on some hairy pants and go running around a, uh, a political office, seltzer seems to be the way to go. Kids, if you're under 18, ask your mum and dad first, but yeah, you know, we, we certainly can't, certainly can't abide by you know, recommending the underage people do that. Lewis, you know, you guys just do the, you, you do the, do the Greta Gunberg and just go out there and, you know, and, and, and protest normally, but Greta, any anyone any that's over 18. Greta who? Greta Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up your, um, your breakfast that you've been having, your brain octane oil you've been having of late, mate. Uh, the, oh. uh, the caprolilic acid, uh, you know, the, uh, the mix of green powders, brain octane oil, collagen powder for your hair, nails, protein. I'm- I'm glad breakfast? you brought it up because yeah. I, I I didn't want I didn't want to bring it I didn't want to bring it up myself because I thought it would be big noting. but oh my goodness talk talk about talk about frontal lobe capacity now I I got halfway through uh doing a sudoku puzzle the other day best I've ever done best wow. I've done yeah Her- no, it's, it's it's working my nails Harold son stronger Herald son sudoku mate <laughs>
0: Sun Sudoku, top, shelf. top yeah. shelf easy
1: easy herald Rosie son he gets that done uh, you're getting there mate that's good that's good i'm surprised that the only, Sun has puzzles only one empty square it's like i'm sure it's could... a four no is it yeah. a five? Oh, oh i just sure. put 15 in it that's fine <laughs> <laughs> fantastic it's been a while since you recorded haven't we mate it's it has be been a red hot minute it's yeah, good yeah. To be back. you've been busy haven't you uh, i have been very busy yeah we've um uh we've we've had a, a new grad start, um, uh, last week. Uh, so just before Easter. So I did say to him, mate, you pull the right rein here. You start on a Monday, you work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, then Thursday's your day off. And then you've got five days off for Easter. <laughs> yeah. So well, he might a, need that. He might need that. And, you know, he well, always need a good break after what, the first a, what, a, what a great way to start yeah, for him. But, him um, in. And, 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 you know, it's the first time we've had a new grad Lewis. So, so there's been, um, I, I sat down and I wrote out a bit of a, a, a protocol for us of what, of what, what we expect him to be able to do after a month, after three months, after six months, it's not, it's not hard and fast things. It's more just a bit of a roadmap and say, yep. oh, this is, if this, if we're not achieving this, well, then we just need to try and work out why, you know, so, what's, what's going on. So six months, six months, uh, toenail trim, um, um, anal gland, Mate, I've got uh, much more faith in our in the, in the in the in this new generation than what you have. Obviously, you know, no, no I'm well, a, we like to take them slowly, mate. At our clinic, can you know? I? Well, like I said that to Christina. So we came home after the first day, and she said, oh, the "New vet Sean." So, um, yeah, uh, um, how'd Sean go? Shout out to Sean, he's probably. Shout out now. to Sean. Um, and I said, "Look, he did great, did great." You know, um, I said, "But it's funny, I remember my first day when I was working in Worry, when I was a new grad." At that time, six thirty, I was up in the hills of Warrigal pulling out a calf by nice. myself on my first day. Yes. <laughs> my goodness, you know, time time has changed. Yeah, you know? my boss said, "Look, you'll be fine. It's a, a yeah, it's a Hereford, but she usually uses small bulls. <laughs> Chances are, it'll come out okay. Give me a call if there's any problems." Awesome. That's nope. gr- got there no crush no no crush no way oh, to contain it no actually had a one, one of the one of the few beef plays I think that's probably the reason why they still sent me out there because they knew she had a decent setup so oh, I could get awesome. out there and actually have a decent crush get it out got the um got the the, the carving jack out and got it out you know came out didn't tear it, Perfect. Just, Fantastic. just it. Excellent, Excellent. So, so we're Sean. trying to give, trying to give Sean some advice, you know, um, at the end of the um, end of the first week we are in the office, um, Sean Lynn practice manager and myself. Um, and I said, look, mate, there's, there's one thing I need to, I need to try and settle out with you. One thing, and it's pretty big. We need to try and sort of nip this in the bud now. So we work in a female dominated, um, industry, and also at this clinic. It's only the two guys here. Now, after many years, I have been, you know, I've hammered it into myself to put the toilet seat down. Now, it is imperative that you put down the toilet seat after you've gone to the toilet. Because if you don't, right, even if the nurses know that it's not me, they're still gonna blame me for it because you're the new kid and you're nice, and they're not gonna blame you for it. So just make sure you put the toilet seat down. And he's sort of looking at me, you kind of Mate, if it's the only piece of advice I've got to give you after your first week is to make sure you put your toilet seat down, everything's going along all right. You know, <laughs> things are okay. Great induction, mate. That's that's, a, that's a straight out of the book, that induction. HR HR's right all over that, I reckon. 2021's version of hazing. <laughs> <Mate>. <laughs> well, I think if I had one one piece of advice for, for old Sean, if he's yes. listening, just, just one word, you know, working it. Why you know? I've known you a while, Robbie. You know, absolutely. Yes, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you. One word. One word. Yep. What's one word? Yep. Run. Run. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 not not too fast though, because we do we do still need him there for a while. Yeah, you know? we don't we don't <laughs> want him running too quickly. No, 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 I'm sure he's doing fine, mate. I'm sure six months toenail trims, maybe anal glands, all good, all good. Oh, see so you got that checklist sorted? P- p- pug nails, pug nails at six months. We won't let him near near one of those pugs for until he's till he's six months out. I reckon. Yeah, right, eh? Oh, good, <laughs> mate. Fantastic. Well, I, um, the I've uh. Actually, got Stella back now. So, for those oh, who don't she's know, she's back. Yeah, she she went on an eight week camp uh, to to uh, Malacuta, which, um, for those who don't know, is it's right at well, the point of Victoria. Yeah, seven hours drive from Melbourne where we live, and she was on a working farm um and uh, uh you know amazing chick- chickens cows uh on, on the farm had an awesome time yep. eight weeks in a uh, in a house with eight other 14 year old girls wow cooking their own food uh you know doing their own roster of toilet cleaning and i'm sure there's plenty of toilet no seats down yeah, no need no toilet needs just down. leave it yeah. it's all girls it's, it's super you know, glued there's, down there's, there's, there's no... the only time it went up was perhaps when the dog you know, farm dog came in, needed a drink maybe, put, you know. <laughs> but, but <apart laughs> Got from his that, head caught yeah. around the That's toilet right. seat That's and
0: right. lifted
1: up. That's right, exactly. And uh, limited internet. So there is no communication with her. You know, it was yep. all... all uh, written letters which which was great but interestingly they they had and that's chips. because they've got the normal broadband that we've got here in victoria out there <laughs> yeah yeah do, 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 what's that noise <laughs> yeah that's the dial-up mode that's the modem yeah. yes yeah yeah exactly those are the days and uh so limited internet and you know they've got these little chickens that are born um and their idea is they get a chicken i think it was one between two of them right they had, had to raise um, and uh, and one of the chickens that that one of the girls um, had born was born, actually had a, a weird uh, head sort of tilt when it was born. Oh, and you know, so yeah, that's fine. And so, sort of, they are worried about it wasn't eating very well, and uh, and uh, and limited internet. But the girls actually managed to get onto a couple of websites they're allowed to get onto down there. Um, and and all the, actually before that, the farmer said, "Look, that's chickens. That little ch- baby chicken's not doing very well." We're gonna have to euthanize it, and you you know, girls being girls, you know, oh no, a little bit upset. Let's do a little bit of research about it, you know, and and Sel said, oh, you know, the girls did a bit of research, and they came up with with this condition that the chicken had called wiry neck, wiry neck, wiry neck. Now, right. No access to dad, the vet. Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. You know, by the time I probably got a letter, it's too late to write back and say, yeah. It, it was already a McNugget by then. Yeah. yeah. It's actually Rye Neck. Rye Neck. W-R-Y Neck. But yep. Wiry Neck's not bad. That's not bad. That's when you're on the internet yep. and you're looking things up, Wiry Neck. And, yeah. It just took a while for the the spelling to come out. these kids, they don't have patience these days. Exactly. And would you believe it? Their own research separate to the farmer i worked out it's a vitamin e deficiency and they fed the little baby chicken some broccoli right which is high in vitamin e lots lots of broccoli and fixed the baby chicken without any assistance how about that i thought that is resourcefulness you sure you don't know what you're talking about it's it's not wiry neck but it's rye neck as as we know it. where you know twisted neck or crook neck stargazing they get uh you know often seed in newborn chickens sometimes it's congenital sometimes it is well yep. often vitamin E as you would remember robbie with oh, your, your pigeon days again i just didn't want to jump into too quickly and i didn't want to steal steal stella sunder because yeah i mean let's face it you know it's a pretty it's a pretty big story for her but uh, yeah, i mean as soon as you said it, I knew. I knew, and I'm sure Sean listening in, he would know because he's close. See. He's closer to learning that stuff than we're <laughs> everywhere. But how's that incredible? That uh, the 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 amazing resourcefulness of 14 year old girls, and then the ability on the internet to. To make a diagnosis with Dr. Google and then to fix the little baby chicken. So and we, and we won't go into how many other you know chickens with wry neck, the farmer <laughs> yes. is you know wi- wiry has, neck, yeah. wiry neck is sacrificed <laughs> yeah. over the years. You well know? he's he's out there telling, you know, when the next ones come along, telling all the, the young 14 goes, that's wiry neck. I know all about that. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why wiry neck. What you do, you take a little bit of your vitamin E salute selenium cream, just give that a little bit of a rub on there, and then exactly. away you go. Exactly. Help out the wiry neck. How about that, eh? So there you That's go. That's excellent. Um, we had a um, a, 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 where I, I can hear the, uh, the the kids are yodeling out in the background because we're, we're recording this at witching hour. So poor Christine is off trying to get the kids into bed. Um, yeah, and no, I'm mate. I'm away at a baseball tournament uh, this weekend. So I'm, um, it, yeah, a bit, bit busy. Rough, she's got to put the put the put the kids in a bed too. But um, uh, Camille and I had a late night last night. We went and saw Harry Potter. At, um at, at Prince's theater um part one Ooh, and part oh, two which both was, of them both of them are uh, wow ab- absolutely stunning yes. stage. like I'm not a th- I'm not a, a theater dude but you know, yeah we're, we're, we're a decent sort of pot- potterites um and oh, it was absolutely brilliant oh, but fantastic. I just wanted to sort of mention that because uh, uh University of Melbourne vet school 2002 alum uh Lyndall grant is uh is part of the cast oh She's the- playing professor McGonigal really that's amazing yeah. is she a fight actress or something is she into- yes she, she, she does, does that too yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's fantastic wow so, so i only got only caught wind of that because um uh, friends of ours um the uh, ali and matt ray took their kids up the day before anyway. and, uh, and they yeah yeah and they, they posted it on um uh on on online saying oh we well, you, you know caught up with you know uh, our you know, fellow vet student uh, uh at uh, who's playing professor mcconic what yeah i That's would have completely amazing. i mean I've, you know, she's done it like a 95 year old scottish witch so i wouldn't have i wouldn't have picked her from all those times of you know when we were kicking around at uh at, at kendall yes. hall but um yeah so you know not that she'll listen to the podcast but well done Lindell. i mean what a what a coup getting a, a spot of playing professor McGonagall in a stage show good on her mate and did you yeah. uh did you do your backstage door afterwards to uh just get a bit of a signature at all? Did you hang around? It was pretty a, late. It was a, finish. It was a very late night, and Imagine. but uh, and we were catching the trains home, and we had one of those it great was. times of where you know we couldn't string two trains together, so we ended up not getting home until midnight. So, wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So oh, lucky shit. it was a school holidays thing and uh, not a school day. Otherwise, yeah, I think uh, I think poor Mealy would have been a little bit uh, a little bit trashed today. So. She would have loved yeah. it, mate. She would have absolutely loved it. I'm sure. Uh, anyway, oh, it was it was stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, look, if she's she's feeling a little bit uh, you know, if, she, if perhaps she's a bit anxious on the train ride home worried she's going to be late what she could have she got a little bit of zilkeen, couldn't she mate absolutely zilkeen and watching the simpsons on my phone that is absolutely the key that the key to try and help to keep an anxious tired 10 year old Mm. um but uh but yeah the zilkeen certainly could have helped i could have put that in the the dumplings that we had uh, down in chinatown in in the intermission right very nice oh yeah fantastic so big thanks to zilkeen, our supporter of the podcast probably could have given some to those chickens maybe maybe but it probably wouldn't have helped but you know anyway press to the farmer when he realized that, that the young 14 year old ladies uh, knew knew more than he did but anyway I and, and I, I don't know exactly how you know, given that um the uh you know comes is derived from milk uh milk not not huge in the diet of um of our avian friends they're not not really all that known for for, for, for breastfeeding so you know might might not necessarily work quite as much for a chicken but certainly dogs and cats wow, yes what a product yes exactly great for those mild anxiety problems that you've got maybe you know a little bit of separation maybe you're heading back to work with uh with your covid puppy at home or your covid kitten mm. um and you you want to just uh give them a little nice easy transition grab us some zilkine for them um and and you can you can certainly give it and you can put it on the food, what food would you recommend putting on, mate? Tell you what, if you if you'd be you'd be mad if you weren't uh, getting a diet from the good people at Delicate Care. Delicate Care, it's Australian made, it's Australian owned, it's made in Perth. We can still get it across here. The, the Western Australians—they're not worrying about. Uh, well, they're even letting Victorians in now, which is wonderful. So, you know, uh, Premier McGowan's letting us in so we can go over there and we can we can get delicate Care and bring it back. But you don't even have to do that. It's available all around Australia. Um, what, what sort of different diets are there, mate? I just need to quickly cough up my pancreas. That's all right. There's a whole lot of different diets. Um, there's a dental diet for the dogs, the skin and stomach. There's mobility support. There's weight management. Um, and they've also got some great uh, cat diets as well. The dental cat food and the skin or stomach for the cats as well. So go to your, they're available from your vet. Yes. Um, go to your vet and get some fantastic, delicate care. On and money-back guarantee on it too. So if, you, if your animal gets it and they don't like it, you take it back to your clinic and the and and the, the good people at, at pro. Sorry, but we'll, 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 um, we'll sort it out exactly. But never had anyone that uh, send vet mate. But uh, good, good, that's what I good, said. Yeah, what yeah. Of course, I you said. did. I said send vet. Yeah, no, definitely said Did <laughs> vet. you get that beep in there? <laughs> oh, good. All right. righty. Yeah. All right. me make, make thank you to our Patreon supporters as yes, well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you, you guys, you're changing the way supporting. Little indie stuff like us. I think that uh, that we do appreciate everyone that just puts puts in a little bit. Lets us know that you do appreciate what we do. Um, we have been busy lately, so a couple of episodes have gone missing. But um, but we do certainly appreciate every bit of support that you guys give us. So thank you very much. Absolutely. If you'd like to get involved, you can just go to Patreon.com and search for Two Vets Talk Pets. And uh, and and if you if you feel so inclined and you're in a position where you want to help us out, go for it. Uh, you can sign up. Lewis will get you a sticker or decal what? gal will send yeah. you a sticker. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, we appreciate it. Or, and, and leave us a, uh, a review on iTunes as well. That, um that helps to get us up ahead of the, uh, the other, you know, veterinary podcasts that appear in, uh in, in articles that aren't I'm- us. Are there other podcasts, are there, mate? Oh, I'm led to believe, Let's you know, we'll something some like to try and sort of pinch our name, but you know, obviously, pro- provide a, an inferior product. We'll we'll uh, protect their privacy, won't we, mate? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they know who they are. Definitely. All righty, now, what do you got this way, mate? You got any okay, news? Okay, right. So, um, yeah, in in scrolling through the uh uh the the, the news today, I have found um, oh man, you would. Is know this really from that. the Age? This is, this the, is from the age? Yeah, yeah the absolutely. Form, former couple take dispute over four thousand dollar dog to court. Is that the one? That's exactly the one. And and as it turns out, is the only. Do you have it there in front of you? Because it's the only one that I don't have in front of me. It's the only window <laughs> yeah. that's that's closed down. Take, oh, hang on, Here we go. He's my baby. Former couple take dispute over four thousand dollar dog to court. So this is from Tim Cowie from the Age. A former couple's battle for ownership Tom, of a Tom small Cowey, dog. Tom Cowie, mate. Tom. Tom. Tom, Tom Cowie. Not, not Tim, Tim Cowie. You got Tim. I got Tom. Oh, well, you know. Potato, Tim Tom, Tam. Potato. You know, ton. Like your shirt. Tomato. 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 Yeah, potato, yeah. tomato. Um, uh, yeah, so a small dog is... Um, uh, uh, Ownership of a small dog has landed in court, with a magistrate deciding that the ex-girlfriend should keep Kobe the four thousand dollar Pomeranian because her one time partner had given it to her as a gift. The Melbourne Magistrates Court heard the dispute between Maurice Chow and his former partner Si Wen Chang, who both claimed to be the rightful owner of the dog after their relationship ended in twenty nineteen. So we're not talking COVID puppy here, Lewis. This is a this is a pre COVID puppy. Right. The court heard that the pair had begun dating, began dating in June 2017 and moved into a South Bank apartment together. A little over a year later, Mr. Chow paid a breeder in New South Wales more than $4,000 for a Pomeranian puppy, which Mrs. Chang named Kobe, maybe a basketball fan. Um, When they broke up in November of 2019, Mrs. Chang took Kobe with her, despite Mr. Chow asking her not to. He sent a text message demanding Kobe be returned before following up with letters from his solicitors. A month later, Mr. Chow filed his statement of claim in court seeking possession of Kobe. However, the magistrate, Megan... Megan Hoare rejected Mr. Chow's claim, preferring Mrs. Chang's evidence that the dog was purchased for her as a gift and should remain hers. Text messages between the couple leading up to the purchase of Kobe were provided as evidence to show that Mr. Chow was initially reluctant to be a dog owner. Oh, these should be salacious. Salacious. Let's let's talk about looking behind the curtain. Oh, here we are. On one occasion, Miss Chang sent screenshots of a puppy with a message, birthday gift, please. To which Mr. Chang replied, No pets, baby. Another (laughs) time when Mr. Chang No Pets baby or no pets and baby? Like, is that you know, is there some sort of No there's no there's no comma or apostrophe or any sort of punctuation there? It's very open. No pets, baby. Is that why they broke up, maybe? Because there are no babies and no pets. Well hard to say. Hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, another, t- another time when Miss Chang sent a photo of a rescue dog, Mr. Chow responded, "Daddy is busy making money, no time for a doggy like this." Oh, the money maker, right? Yeah, right, right. Oh, okay. Right. See where there. So later, Answer. she said, "I just want a dog." Kiss. Oh, oh, hang on. So this is this is the part that I thought is interesting, where they actually have to put into words what emojis were <laughs> used. In one instance, she texted heart emojis. Buy me a dog, lol. To which Mr. Chang replied, lol, laughing emoji. Yes, madam. Later, she said, I just mm. want a dog, kissing and puppy face emojis. To which Mr. Chao replied, kissing emoji. I know. Now, what I feel for for this, Lewis, I feel for the court reporters, right? The people that are that are the stenographers. How are they going to do? They have specific emoji keys. On those typewriters these days, because they're not normal typewriters, they've got other you know weird things that they need to do. They are called stenographers, aren't they? Yeah, 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 court yeah. stenographers. Yeah, look, interesting point, mate. I, I tip a knot given that the age has to uh, themselves write out what it is, but write it out all completely. I'll often do that in a, in a little bit of a history. I'll you know uh I'll, or something. I'll write to one of the other vets. I'll write uh, you know uh, sorry, I've left this case for you. Brackets eek emoji. Eek emoji, yeah, right. You know, that sort of teeth. Or oh. well, maybe, no, maybe we, maybe we could, blow. maybe we could have that as um as part of the clinic shorthand for when we're trying to um give um uh, other vets in the clinic a bit of an idea about maybe there's a, a a dog or a cat that might be a little bit difficult to handle. Maybe you could have a little devil emoji. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Or or Sean when he's doing his his second nail trim at, at five five months in at, at Waverley Animal Hospital, he's uh, you know, quick's quite long on this dog. Bracket eek emoji, just or yep. you know, or or blood drop emoji, just splat splattered yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, blood out yeah, emoji, yeah, yeah yeah. Or you know, or uh, anal gland. You know, uh, when he's you know Christmas time, doing his first anal gland. You know, uh, smelly anal glands. Uh, you know, um, perhaps peg on nose emoji, peg or nose something. emoji, possibly yeah, 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 mask emoji, yeah I yeah. See no, you're going with it, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. good. So Mr. Chang eventually agreed to buy a dog, writing, can you stop being a pain in the bum bum mm. and get us a goddamn cutie dog? Which emoji was the the bum bum? Yeah, one? no, there's no there's no, no no emoji on that one. That was just he just went old school on that and right. just, just doubled up the bum bum. Didn't do two peaches or something like that. no, that's a, not, that's not, a, not even yeah, a single peach, just a pain yeah. in the bum bum. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Gosh, um, wow. According to the court judgment, Ms. Chang was asked in cross-examination why she had not bought a dog for herself. She responded that she could not afford it and that Mr. Chang earned four times what she did. Now, this is a part where things, uh, I'd I sort of go, whew, dokey, Right, yeah. The court heard that Miss Chang left her full-time job a month after getting Kobe from the breeder to become his primary carer, <laughs> which included taking him to the vet. Both Mr. Chow and Ms. Chang told the court that they taught Kobe tricks. Wow. So there you right. go. So, so there's wow. a $4,000 Pomeranian called Kobe that then needed a full-time carer. Wow. So And included taking him to the vet. Now, if you're a full-time carer of a young two-and-a-half-year-old cream-coloured Pomeranian that I cannot confirm or deny that I may be a vet in some way involved. Right. How often do you think you're taking the young dog to the vet? Well, you know, let's so we've, we've spoken about this before about how often you take your pet, pa- you know, your puppies to the vet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll take it in there for a couple of vaccinations when they're younger, maybe a de-sexing when they're six months old, then another vaccination about 12 months later. And that's kind of it. Yeah. I, look, I cannot confirm or deny how many visits that Dale uh, Kobe had to the vet clinic, because it's, I cannot, do that no but i wonder if one of the tricks that he learned was was the the trick of of, of uh you know the the, the little true little pomeranian trick that they have where uh where they get a little bit upset with the vet at times maybe. oh really i'm, I'm not sure think Can I, some Zilkin, you're, you're thinking. thinking potentially maybe that's what the caring was was the giving of the zilkeen before the vet visit very good point well, that would have been uh, – I think that might have – it might, sounds like it may have helped in this, but you know, non-confirmational or denying what's the, happening. I cannot confirm or deny No, no I, not, any inside you. knowledge no. of a Kobe Chang visiting at any a time. A particular vet clinic. A particular no, vet no. clinic that I'm anyway involved in no, that's no. near no. South Bank. Would it be no. un- un- unprofessional? It would you be. Would, be. Exactly. And that. because it's with the courts, I'm even treating a <laughs> final no, line yes, yes. yes, yes. Allegedly. Um, so on the evidence, yeah. yeah. The weight of evidence, particularly of Ms. Chang and corroborated by the context of the contemporaneous text messages, I've been practicing that all day, (laughs) such as buy me a dog, LOL, and birthday gift, please, satisfied me that as a matter of fact and law, Mr. Chow purchased the dog with the intention of gifting it to Ms. Chang, she said in her judgment. So wow. there you go. Bom, bom, da, 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 da. Wow. I wish, what, I mean, what, 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 day's what, court fee for a vet's quite high. Oh, they could yes. have called a witness. Could some have called a sort. witness. Yeah, a witness. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah. a semi degrade celebrity witness. He could have provided some background on yeah, the, yeah. the said... Visits. Gee whiz, we're both both getting a little bit involved in the legal game (laughs) lately, aren't we, with different... uh, different Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's interesting. I thought the interesting part of the article is she provided receipts of the breeder that was in her name, the council was in, the dog was in her name, pedigree was in her name, and the microchip registration documents were all in her name. Yeah. You all know how fairly easily you can just put that in anyone's name. It really really doesn't, doesn't say a lot, does it? I guess she's been the responsible owner to do that. Oh, right Not doubting that. Not so, doubting the court's that? the yeah. court's decision to say that she's the owner. But but it's interesting that that carries some weight because often you do get a consult where it's a young couple that have got the puppy. And in the, you know, you're not really thinking in the back of your mind, you know, that that this do- dog is registered to this owner on our file, mm. on the microchip, on the council thing. But does that carry some weight in court? Very interesting little
0: there thought there
1: that maybe there is a little bit of weight to that. where in the past, like, oh, I just put. Put a name down. Yeah. Who's, yeah. The, you know, who, who's the one who's going to answer the phone when the dog's lost? You no. Know, yes. Put somebody him. down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Pomeranian in South Bank, you know, it's uh, unlikely it's going to get, get found anywhere. <laughs> it's, if, if it escapes a place, it's, yeah, just, yeah boy, well, it might be all that was gonna be left, but what, well, yeah, exactly. You know, the the uh the uh thirty seventh floor of the uh, the South Bank Tower <laughs> there it's it's uh, it's not oh, going far, is it? No. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. So there so, you go. So Kobe Kobe has been has been deemed to be Ms. Chang. So I hope they live, you know, happily ever after. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, uh, uh, the order would dictate that I've got one. Oh, yes, I've got an article here that's uh, – There you go. That's uh, – what's it? Um, can't read. Have you got the, the running sheet there, mate? What's, uh... Uh, yeah, yeah. It says there's says something about a bear sitting in the woods. Oh, yeah, right. No worries. Good, good. A mysterious brain illness <laughs> is causing young black bears in California to become more Dog-like. Oh and less afraid of humans. Is it are they calling this some sort of like a yogi bear effect? Are they are they looking after looking for bigger neck baskets? Bear. <laughs> yogi bear. Hey like boy boy, let's get oh. out of another bigger neck basket. <laughs> anyone that's under the age of 40 is currently going, what in the hell are you talking about, <laughs> you strange old man? And anyone over 40 like me who's not into pop culture, I do know Yogi Bear, but well, I there you go. That's about where it ends, mate. <laughs> Isn't there a catch cry? He's got Yogi, Yogi, Yogi bear or something like that. Is that? No. no? Okay. No, you're thinking of Yabba Dabba Doo with Fred Flintstone, you goose. Yes. <laughs> I'm on to it, mate. All right. Let's get back to what I know. The neurological disorder causing causes the wild animals to show overtly friendly behavior and to seem entirely comfortable around people. Right. According to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, four cubs have displayed the symptoms over the last year. Their behavior which includes a subtle tilt of their heads. Oh, oh, they're looking inquisitive. Is that the dog dog like behavior? You know when the dog's like, hmm, hmm, what what are you talking a, about the left? Oh, I think it's yeah. the left when they're thinking. Oh no, maybe to the right because he's in the left side of their brain. Anyway, it's confounded vets and biologists. Well, us too. Videos of one young black bear became prominent on social media after approached people at the North Star Ski Resort. The bear stepped onto a snowboarder's board while he filmed and posted the account on Instagram. Of course. Oh, course. So, so that, that's the reason why we have documented evidence, Exactly, media. yeah, Yeah, it it's proof. It's proof it's friendlier. It's proof. A video posted on the YouTube channel of Half Cab King in 2019 shows a bear cub in California shows no fear as approaches him and his snowboard. That bear... Now three years old and named Benji was relocated to a facility run in the run by the San Diego Humane Society. Okay, fair enough. Another similarly affected young bear showed up at a utility plant in Pollock Pines, El Dorado County, last month. The bear showed little fear and ignored yelling, clapping aimed at shooing it away. It then moved into residential back garden and local people began feeding it with apples and strawberries. Ah, nice. That, that might explain. Uh, that's positive reinforcement right there, it is. I think. Yes. Yeah, that's that, a good way of getting it to keep on doing what it's doing. That might explain why it's a little bit friendlier than usual. Because yes. you, you're not shooing with shotguns and other <laughs> noises, maybe. A spokesman of the department said, at one point the bear jumped into a housekeeper's open car trunk, prompting attempts to approach it and pet it. Oh, as you do, with a black bear. Was it a black bear? Black black bear? Yeah. Are they the bad ones? I don't really know. They certainly can't be normally friendly. I, I think in general, yeah, they're 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 up there with the you know keep keep a distance kind of animal yeah. bears in general. Yeah, koala bear It's not truly a bear. No, not no. Not truly cuddly either. No, no. Wildlife officials who went to visit the bear said it was displaying dog like behaviour. No, oh, all right, chasing its tail, you know, catching frisbees out of the air. Licking itself, licking itself. Yeah, because it can. yeah, it yeah. yeah, absolutely Yeah, it yeah. Yep. scooting yep. its bum, little bear bummer along the ground. <laughs> yeah, well, that's and perhaps uh, there's a bit of work for Sean there in you know, six months' time. <laughs> ah! Just check the glands on the bear, <laughs> on that brown bear, yes. yeah, bear. black bear, the black bear. It's sat on a backyard patio. Pick it might up might have a wiping problem. It might be a bit brown around there. Yeah, well, is that what the, the rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> the rabbit joke. Is that the one you go for? <laughs> how do you stop poo what is it how do you stop poo sticking yeah, yeah yeah does poo stick to your coat no 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 it certainly doesn't oh fantastic come over here then that's a bear and the rabbit walking in the woods isn't it that is it is very good that's an oldie but a goodie It's sat on a backyard patio pick up picking up an apple and eating in front of them Wow. (laughs) Local local residents said they had become attached to it. The department spokesman said physically, mentally, the bear just didn't seem quite right. (laughs) Walking oddly, dull, and not responsive like a normal bear should be. Well, no, it's probably going to eat those people if if it was normally responsive. It worked uh, normally, yes. It was taken to a laboratory where veterinarians could observe the animal. They found the intermittent head tremors and a tilted head indicating neurological abnormalities. The bear was also one quarter of the weight of an average black bear of its age. Oh, it was eventually euthanized. No, oops, oops I didn't see that. That's God. a turn, turn up for the books. Whoa, uh-oh. whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. kids, there's no sequel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yogi Bambi Bear ain't
1: coming back from this one. Yogi Bear aren't doing a round two, is he? On no. this, eh? Gee whiz. And a post mortem examination was carried out. No, he's definitely not coming he's back now. Coming <laughs> back. If he does, wow. oh my goodness, zombie bear. Wow, At what point? He was friendly, he, he was like, living he he his need life. to kill him. He likes apples. Just keep feeding him apples. You know? oh, wow. Gee whiz. Scientists found encephalitis, an inflammation of the brain, usually caused by a virus, the fourth such recent case in the area. Dr. Brendan Monk, a wildlife department vet, said at this point- A known did... bear killer. <laughs> yes. At this point, we didn't know what caused the encephalitis. Maybe it was the the bit of lead that he put into the brain of <laughs> the poor, poor, poor bear. The, the trajectory of the encephalitis <laughs> yeah. seems to- Follow along CSI style. The sample yeah. the sample he got off the back of its yeah. enclosure. Back into the left. After back. lead poisoned it. So we don't know what, if any health risks these bears might pose to other animals. Young black bears with the condition were previously identified in neighbouring Nevada. Vet and biologists from the two states wildlife agencies met this month to assess the problem. They've discovered five new viruses while examining the affected bears, but don't know if any of these were responsible. <laughs> <laughs> California's black bear population has tripled over the last four decades, it's now up to 40,000. Bears have become less inhibited around people, and wandering into gardens and homes looking for food has become more common. common. Their proximity to humans has also raised fears of virus jumping species. Oh, no. Oh, Whoa, no. Another, clickbait. Another, another, another Wuhan style thing. Clickbait. Here. Don't eat yeah. it. I you <laughs> don't, it. Don't eat the bear soup. Don't, no. no. Don't eat no those bits soup. on the back of the enclosure that. No. no. <laughs> The stick the the lead stuck in. However, Jamie Sherman, a University of California veterinary, told the Sacramento Bee newspaper the viruses they detected in these bears are not ones particularly known to affect humans, as was COVID-19, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't until it did. Yeah. It did. But you know what? I reckon they're on the wrong thing, mate. I reckon as someone who's written them. A- Book, a book well, you are, you're a published author, yes, you yes. yes. shed some light, yes, on it. And, and in one book, in one of the cat books that I've written, oh, it's a chapter, the cat books? well, yeah, no, one, the only one,
0: yeah, in <laughs>
1: no, the only cat book, there's a section on toxoplasmosis. Oh, there you a go, a common parasite that you know, how when uh, there's that thing where rats who are infected with toxoplasmosis, yeah, it causes them to be attracted to cat urine, yes, and less fearful. Now, I'm wondering, did they look for toxoplasmosis in the bears? Have the bears been eating cats? Wow, or at least well, cat poo. Yeah, well, poo. That's more sensational if we say. That we we know cats. the dogs. We know the dogs like to eat cat poo, so if they're displaying dog-like behaviors. Yes, and there maybe you go. maybe if they hang around in backyards, they're also eating apples. But they forgot to mention that they're also eating other things. That... Eating other stuff other did, than the, did, the apples. Where did Fluffy go? <laughs> Maybe ran away. Maybe, maybe we'll look at old Yogi in the corner there, just First just reclining the- on the on the sun lounge, eating those apples. How's oh, them apples? Yum yum. yum. And then, then just picking the apple pips out with the femur of the, of the fluffy cat that's no longer there. <laughs> oh, oh, with the toenail remnants that Sean's trimmed off and yeah, geez, that was a bit of a shame there that the uh, the, the, the poor bear had to you know, you know come to a fairly. <laughs> Stunning demise. You know, you're reading a nice, lovely article, aren't you, about friendly bears? Friendly you bears. Turn, you turn the page, and boom! Oh, there it's you go. Itchy. There go. getting real all of a sudden. Poor Benji, he didn't yeah. make it. Poor oh, Benji. Now, now, you know, in in news of of animals that aren't, you know, being being euthanized, you know, by by wanton wanton vets. Um, not sure if you saw this one. Um, so this is from uh, CNN. Um, <coughs> pardon me puppy born with six legs is a miracle whoa yeah six six i'm not not a vet i'm not a vet i'm not a i'm not a vet and i'm not not a new graduate like sean but pretty sure most puppies four legs usually they've got the four yeah Yeah. six legged animals usually are called insects is is that on sean's checklist how many legs? how how many legs how many legs six months update so here we go. So like other newborn puppies, Skipper likes to eat, drink, water, and go to the bathroom. Yep. Skipper's like living a pretty simple Skipper. life at the moment. Skipper. But the Border Collie and Australian Shepherd mix is unique from the rest of her litter. She was born with six legs. Wow. Uh, Gilligan on, fans? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's Gilligan, the Skipper, too. Yogi, yeah. Yogi Bear. Yeah. The millionaire yep. and his wife. Yeah, but da, but do. Yeah, No, no, no. This no. Animated. Right? No. That's not. The, I'm that's pretty sure that. that there would have been a um, uh, some sort of tie-in. Yeah, because they were certainly the same vintage. Um, <laughs> this is a miracle named Skipper. Literally, Neil Veterinary Hospital in the U.S. state of Oklahoma wrote on its Facebook page on February the 21st. So it's a little bit old now. So I'm. I was going to try and shoot an email to the Neil Veterinary Hospital. I might do that for next week to get an update on Skipper. She has survived longer than we suspect any other canine has at just four days old. Published research does not indicate one has been born alive with her combination of congenital conditions. You might notice she looks a little different. Six legs. Wow. Now, this is, the, this is the most interesting part to me. Skipper was born naturally, along with eight brothers and sisters on February the 16th in Oklahoma during a big snowstorm, Dr. Tina Neal, owner of the Neal Veterinary Hospital, told CNN. After the storm, Dr. Neal said Skipper's owners brought her into the hospital so vets could examine her. Our doctors knew we needed further imaging to determine a diagnosis, so we donated the service of an abdominal ultrasound. The ultrasound, along with radiographs, showed that she had two types of congenital disorders. Now I'm I know you're probably already thinking about these, but just to make to save you know our listeners, you know, um and you any embarrassment, let me just tell you what these conditions are that they think that little skipper has got. T- tetralogy a fellow? No, no, not 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 listed here. Might have been found as she's gotten a bit older, but so yeah. far she's got two types of congenital disorders one called monocephalus dipigus, and monocephalus, (laughs) rachypagus, dibrachycus, tetrapus, which means she has one head and chest cavity, but two pelvic regions, two lower urinary tracts, two reproductive regions, two tails, and six legs, among other things. What other things could she possibly have, Lewis? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Dr. Neil said Skipper was likely part of a twin in utero, and when the fertilized egg tried to split, it didn't fully separate. Now, as we know from our days of the listening to the um, the, the punk rock band the Offspring, we know you need to keep them separated. But mm. here, Skipper didn't. So the only the back half of her body was able to duplicate doctor neil said she has signs of spina bifida along her spine wow one week after birth doctor neil said skipper is thriving she is she is strong girl. She loves to nurse and is able to scoot around just like a regular puppy, Dr. Neil said. We think that she may have some things to overcome, but she is determined right now and thriving. Our veterinarians and her family don't see any reason not to give her the best chance of a great life. However, the vets are still monitoring Skipper given the uniqueness of her situation. We'll continue to research her conditions, monitor her development during rechecks and help keep Skipper pain-free and comfortable for the rest of her life. The vet hospital wrote on its Facebook post, she is doing well at home now. So there you go. Skipper, wow. The six legged dog Lewis. Uh, I am going to follow this up during the week listeners, and I'll hopefully try and get some more information for you next week as to how Skipper is going. Cause she'd be, she'd be like, Ten weeks old. Well, if you if you if you if you go onto uh, Facebook, mate, uh, that surprisingly, Skipper's journey. Skipper, Skipper's journey. Of course, Skipper's miracle journey. Miracle group. journey. Miracle. So, We're big so, on miracles. This is Oklahoma. Twelve point nine thousand members. Um, wow. Latest update post, third of April. Yep. Uh, Custom Inc is running a fundraiser for Skipper. Oh, okay. Two weeks only, t shirts, hoodies, etc. <laughs> right. Yes. So so you can get a t-shirt. Um skipper the miracle dog on on the front there for any listeners that uh that, that, that want to follow. Skipper. I mean, it's not like people to turn it into a profit sort of thing, is there? But of there is not. there is an Amazon wish list as well. That oh can, is there? What what does a, what what does what does, what does skipper wish- what sort of things on the wish list? Yeah, Ah, uh, what do we got here? Um a, a pet ID tag, okay, right. Yep. Skipper, yep. I guess that's Skipper. Skipper, uh, yep. Handmade personal dog bandana, wish list, okay. Right. Wish list for your six-legged dog. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish my uh, dog had had an extra two legs. Is that, is yeah. that what the bandana says? Well, yeah, but, yeah, there's also socks, dog socks. Three three pairs. Three pairs of three, dog socks. P- three pairs. Yes, yes, good. Of course. Yes. Three pairs. As we don't want them. to discriminate. I mean, then we're not going to make them buy two you know, two sets of dog socks, so then they're going to have two just stand at, you know, that you just got to throw in the bin. Exactly. Do you think, do you think, have you put, would you put that on Sean's list? Well, I was thinking about that. Trimming because- all 12 months, I reckon, because there's extra. Feet there. There's extra feet. Yes. There's 50 percent more a, work there. That's Lewis. a trap I mean, that's for young a, players. That one. Trap for young players. Yeah. 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 You know, sometimes you got to make sure you hit that little. You, know, you got to check for that hind dew claw that's actually just hiding there. <laughs> you got to check and make sure there's not two spare hind legs. Hiding. Well, in Skipper, you're looking for dew claws everywhere. They're yeah. just coming out everywhere. Gee whiz! Imagine wow. what's going to happen when it comes for desexing time. You know, like that's going to be a, yeah, you know, you're going to have to be removing two, two, two lots of ovaries, two lots of uteruses. Oh, golly! Right? Oh, wow! Also, is is after a problem? She's after a uh, uh, needs. Oh, are these, are these at once. No, no, these are needs. Needs some uh, some puppy food. Puppy some food. Wet, wet tins of puppy food. A uh, a lamb chop dog toy three pack. Three pack of three pack, right. of course. Yeah, three good, pack, good. Uh, uh, classic plush toys, three sizes, um, and uh, and some five of the skipper that the, skip the, the, the six legged dog, yeah, it, it wants some lamb chop, classic plush toy, plush toy, three sizes. There we go. So, wow, yeah, it's not not unlike people to turn something miracle into a potentially Instagram, Facebook following thing, is it? No no, 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 not at, at all. all. How many, how many, how many followers has she got? How many more followers has the six legged dog got compared to us? Twelve. They're, well, they're at twelve point, or well, nearly thirteen thousand. What well, do you know? Yeah, how I many we? We might be three hundred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think we we're, yeah, we're, we're sure. in the thousands. So that's yeah. so that's so that's Are wonderful. We? But you yeah. know, we're, we're not uh, at. Not sure about. I mean, we need to try and try and get ourselves some extra back legs, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's what I like. You thinking, mate? I like you thinking. All righty. What do you reckon uh, we go for a short break? Yes, sounds good. All right, will. And and then, and then, and then we'll talk about amputations. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless. <laughs> hey. All right, all advice on the show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. You do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we've missed anything or if you need any clarification. All righty, good stuff, mate. Now, if hypothetically, Skipper, from our previous segment, came into the Waverley Animal Clinic and it was, was Sean's first... First Con- consult. First consult. And yeah, he's, he's got it. It's in for a nail trim. Yep. and it might be suggesting that Skipper has a couple of extra legs, a couple of extra legs. What, what are we going to do be, with those legs? What are you going to think we're going to do, mate? Well, uh, no, not specifically in Skipper's case, but certainly in some, <laughs> some, some in some instances, we need to talk about amputation. Now we saw it. Yeah, you know, we jest. Yeah, you know, we talk uh, yeah. talking about this lightly, and um, it is something often that we, uh, as as vets, bring up as options, and sometimes yes. we we probably don't necessarily sort of understand uh, the trepidation in which owners could sort of think and feel when we start to talk about, well, we can cut it off because it's something that we, we can do, you know, we, we do reasonably commonly and see that, you know, the cutting off of things actually is a legitimate way of trying to deal with pain or difficult to heal conditions. Um, but for owners, sometimes owners, they don't see it. And uh, or they don't of see course. It and so of they course. worry about uh, what the effects on the quality of life of their animal could be. I think so. Well, anthropomorphizing where we, we put our own human values onto the, onto our pets is, is, I think really, really common when it comes to you know, amputations where it's uh, might be a leg or, you know, even I suppose taking an eye out sometimes if it's, it's damaged yep. beyond repair, even uh, to the, you know, Sort of a bit left field, but even to the point of taking teeth out, you know, is often something that uh, good point. That owners, you know, really anything, you know, that, that we can sort of think, oh gosh, it's not something we routinely do for ourselves. We sort of think for, for animals, perhaps we shouldn't be doing, it. but but uh, you know, certainly it's something you like you said that we we do do commonly, and commonly, or when we do do it, the the responses from the animals are incredible, aren't they? Absolutely, yeah, and so you know without meaning to sound too blasé about it we can kind of take off most stuff you know unless something's very yeah, very very vital you know like a, an extra an extra pair of back legs that's attached to its own pelvis and and reproductive tract and that, and yes. that sort of thing yes. um you know you can you can usually you know you usually animals can do without stuff you know yeah. so um well, so well, they know, don't they don't have sort of the uh I suppose the, the I, I don't know how, how to sort of put it. They're very much, they deal with what they've got. Yes. You know, they're yeah. not sort of worried about what the other dogs are thinking because I'm on three legs or, you know, or what, what are the what are the people in the park going to think about me? They're, they're very much, I've got what I've got. I've got a sore leg that's really painful. Mm. The vet takes away that pain by amputating that leg. And I'm, I'm as happy as Larry. I, I'll learn to walk three-legged no worries just absolutely and and so you know i mean the sorts of things you know, like i've I've got a a a non-extensive list here but you know it legs you know so amputating legs um you know which sometimes we'll have to do if dogs have got a really severe fracture you know or if they've got a a a cancer that we can't take off adequate margins um uh you know or or, um you
0: know know, uh, what else can Oh,
1: like if a dog's got like a really bad infection or something like that, like yeah. they've had like a really severe, you know, infection or cellulitis or something like that. Yeah. And the, dog's, and the a dog's legs unfortunately becoming necrotic or there's been, you know, vascular issues or something like that. Yeah, or, like or that. a big big wound, like they've been hit by a car and there's a lot of yes. skin missing and that sort of thing. And it's very hard to close, you know, you can't close down the, the toe, I was going to say the fingers, but the toes, yes. um, you know, you know, get enough skin and, 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 and something like that. Some sort of traumatic injury, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, as you say, yeah, you know, toes, toes can happen, and that's one of the things that made me think of it because tomorrow I am amputating the, a broken toe off a off a whippet, um, which the where the fracture is, it's um, right down the end of one of its digits on its on its back leg, on its outer outer toe, um, but the the fragment's in three spots and it's gone through through mm. the joint, yep. um, and and so I said to the yeah yes we could try and operate to try and get the bones back together again. Um, it's going to be pretty small, teeny tiny surgery because it's a whippet and there's not, doesn't have really big, huge bones anyway. If it's gone through the joint, then we're a chance of getting arthritis. Uh, we could try splinting it. And again, we'll, we'll get it to heal. You know, we'll be able to get the, we'll get some sort of callus there to form, but he could end up with arthritis, which is then going to cost ca- cause him more pain. And either of those options, he's going to have a splint on his leg for six to eight weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Or we go in there and we amputate the toe. Uh, he's still got plenty of others that we can count to fifteen, no problems. It's just he's not going to be able to count to sixteen. Um, but we can take off the toe, and those stitches will be out ten days later, and it will be running around absolutely fine. Yeah. So, so you know, we, we 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 gave the owner the option of, do you want us to try and save this toe because we can, but it's going to be expensive and it might not work, and this is what the consequences could be, and it's going to be six to eight weeks of therapy or we go in there and we amputate it. And so the owners have elected to amputate. So um, I had a, another dog a couple of weeks ago that had um, a mast cell tumor between its two middle toes on its, um, on its front foot. Uh, and unfortunately, in order to try and get margin, we've spoken about mast cell tumors in the past, about when you're removing them, you need to try and get margin. or well, to get the margin on those toes, I had to take off the two middle toes and so what I've done is I've stitched the outer two toes together. And so I've turned it into like this little sort of Vulcan, Vulcan foot. You know, nice. Dogs now running around absolutely fine. Yes. You know? um, so, so was that initial thing of going, Oh, what are we going to do? You know, tails, you know, often you'll see dogs with broken tails or if they've uh, had de-gloving injuries with cats, you know, if they've um, you know, ripped the skin off their tails, they've had their tail caught by a car or in a door, amputating their tails, you know, means you can get skin to skin to cover over. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to try and heal. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, a cat like that, That the owners thought that at uh, the end of the tail, um, when they're patting the cat, that the end of the tail had a little twig stuck in the in the end of the <laughs> tail and they're sort of patting it. It was like a, a twig cut in They I think they only brought the, the cat in to have a vaccination actually. Right. Yep. Of, saw Carl and happened to mention, oh, there's, you know, there's a bit of twig in the tail. Could you sort of, uh, yeah, get rid of it? You, yeah. Could you sort of get rid of that, that twig? And, and Carl's looked at it and yeah, it was actually the end of the tail had lost all its skin and, and just formed a little necrotic, uh, dead sort of end to it. That, uh, yeah. that, uh, was actually uncomfortable with the cat they said whenever we try and get the twig out the cat's upset you know it's obviously painful because <laughs> that yeah that, that bit That's of twig spine. was actually it's a little bit of it's yeah it has some bones tailbone yeah, yeah yeah so so yeah interesting that um that the cat essentially was normal and the owners were you know they came in and, and sort of saw me before the surgery they want to talk about obviously carla chatted through a lot of things but then they want to talk more with me mm. being the surgeon on the day and i said oh your cat won't look back from this you'll be able to do everything with them normally sort of thing you know um, and and it's interesting just trying to convince the owners that that amputation that was painful, that what was sticking out there, and amputating and and, uh, and then putting Humpty back together again was was a much better option. And the, the cat hasn't looked back since then. Just uh, yeah, just much better, much much happier. They said you know, there's a real change in the demeanor. It's a lot happier, a lot more comfortable. So and that's what we're aiming for, isn't yeah. it? You know, like it's this thing of where yes, you know if we can take away the pain, if we can, if we can treat the animal's pain definitively and promptly by removing where that pain is, um, you know, and then just healing skin to skin, you know, I always say to say to owners that if we can get skin to skin, things are going to heal, but it's just trying to get that skin, you know, next to each other. It's what's, what stuff's going to be trying to trying to come out around it. You know, so if you've got a broken leg, you know, yeah, <laughs> you've you've got a shocked look on your face. There. No, no, keep going,
0: keep going. So, so, so skin, got, skin on skin. No.
1: So, so, so if you've got a broken leg where the bone, you know, the bag, the bones are just a bag of ice, and it's going to be an incredibly expensive uh, treatment. You have to go and see, a specialist, you're going to need, yeah, you know, external fixateurs and things like that. Um, we all know that 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 surgeons like to say that dogs are born with three legs and one spare. So ah, you know, yeah. Have you okay. n- never heard them say that. Never heard that one. No, oh, it's a good one. And oncologists like saying that as well. like we've got a. I think I was mentioned previously about the three-legged dog that lives on our street that had an osteosarcoma. Yes, so she had a um a, a, fr- a front leg uh, removed, oh, a couple of years ago now. And so she's always you know, for, so Everybody knows knows her hopping down, uh, hopping up and down the street yeah. on her three legs. Yep. So yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, they they make do. So so what. I guess the main take home thing is, is that when, and, and what I sort of realized when I was talking to the owner about, um, about this dog with the, with the broken toe, I could see that they were really, really upset thinking about the, the prospect mm. of, um, mm. of dealing with a broken toe. Understandable. So I said, yep. Look, I can bandage up the dog's foot. I can treat it for pain. We're going to take as much of the pain away as it, and then we can make our decision. You know, we're not going to be under this thing. And sometimes you do have to make a decision. We had another client who had an 18 and a half year old cat that got out, got hit by a car and turned its its back leg into splinters. Um, And so they had to make a decision straight away. But again, it's that thing of, this cat's bones aren't going to heal because they're made out mm. of, out of tissue paper anyway. Mm. So, you know, we can go in there and take the, take the leg off and give your cat a, a fighting chance. Um, And, and often the surgery is much quicker to actually go in there and do the amputation than what it is to of do course. like a big mess. Well, Station surgery. Yeah, well, it is. I remember when I, when I was at uni, uh, do you remember the, uh, the surgeon at uni old wing tip? Wall? Yeah, wing tip. Yep. old oh, wing tip. Yeah. He was fantastic. Tipper. He was great. Yeah. Tipper. Always moving, always moving around during his surgeries. oh tie. Always yeah, got his bow yeah, 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 that's it. He uh he had a uh, a database of owners that had had a limb removed on their pet. Yeah. And when he had a, oh, I'll put in brackets, a new owner or a new client, yep. I suppose, that needed to have an amputation, he would give out these people's phone numbers mm. so they could ring those owners and um and say, you know, I'm. I'm we're we're facing this surgery. How's your pet going with on yeah. their three legs? And I thought that was a fantastic little resource that he had. Just amazing little database. So yes, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, rest assured that you know vets. It's not something we do lightly. We're not no. we're not in the business of you know, whatever it is. We're not busy of taking eyes out, taking teeth out, no, cutting bits off tails. You know, certainly, certainly, I'm not, and you're no. not. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we only do when, when it's needed, you know, it's, uh, um, we certainly don't get any extra money from big kibble or anything like that for doing it or, you know, so it's a, it's a thing of where, if it's, if it's the right common sense procedure for a case, we'll do it. You know, it's the yeah, and it's and it's always there as a, as an option. You know, like I've if, if ever we're doing a big surgery, like we had a um a cat recently that even had a um a, a big surgery done um by a uh, by a specialist, and um the the leg just didn't heal. You know, we just had this terrible non union, and the the uh, elected in the end to because the cat wasn't using the leg anyway. Yes, we went in there we we amputated the leg, and the cat then without having this dangly thing that was just getting in the way and causing pain. Cat then felt great. Now yeah. it's hopping around, you know, it's climbing fences and things we're trying to get it, keep it to not do- <laughs> <Don't> do <laughs> it that, does. Yeah. You know, yes. because look at normal dude, you've lost your spare now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Take um, yeah. it easy. Yeah. And I I mean we will also do it, I guess, um, for some owners if um if uh costs are an issue too yeah absolutely we talk about in vet as well that you know yeah you haven't got the the owner hasn't got the the ability to 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 seek that specialist advice for that broken leg or whatever it may be to to get that you know expensive treatment it is sometimes a um a uh, not a i suppose a more economical option that uh, mm. that provides relief really so Absolutely. so let's go down that path if 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 we need to with owners as well so yeah yeah so amputations ask all the questions that you need to but rest assured that generally the animals do you know remarkably well when they've had things removed yeah, yeah, ears and noses as well on cats for when they've got yes you know, skin skin cancers yes um you know all sorts yep. of all things yeah. speaking of ca- uh, animals doing really well mate just a quick one i can see rosie just relaxing in the background there yes how's she going uh, so, so inter- interesting for for list- new listeners new yes list, uh, rosie welcome. has uh yes well firstly welcome uh, yes i hope you enjoyed the episode and uh Rosie has, uh, has uh, uh, a type of cancer of the blood, doesn't she? Of lymphoma. Rosie she's does. Um, and she's, last time we heard, several weeks ago, she was undergoing some chemotherapy. Yep. Yep. All that. How's she going? Yeah, so so in herself feels magnificent. Um, but partly that's because Easter got in the way, and so she's overdue for a for a next chemo treatment. So oh, okay. so she's going in and getting that done tomorrow. Right. So interestingly, so um, you know, we, you know, as you were just saying, that Rosie's cancer lymphoma. So it's a cancer of the white blood cells called lymphocytes. So we're treating her with medication to try and basically kill off her white blood cells, but there's the medication is not specific for only killing off the cancer cells. It also wipes out her other uh, rapidly dividing cells. So um, we see changes in her bone marrow where she gets uh, a reduction in her overall white cell numbers. And she also gets gut signs. So vomiting and diarrhea sometimes goes off food. So um, it's uh, interesting that, all the time when we've been when she's been on the treatment, that her white cells are always low. Yes, you know, um, at lower than what they were beforehand. But they're so the protocol that she's on. It's usually weekly treatments. But every time we come up for the week when she's due for a treatment, her white cells just aren't there yet. So yeah, we right. wait for a few days before then yep. doing it. I so rebound. Chris, yep. Chris, Christina said, um, oh, yeah, we'll be able to write a paper on her. We're doing the um, the the, la- the lazy person's chemotherapy protocol. I go, well, look, it's not necessarily that it's a lazy <laughs> person's one. You know, we just know that her bone marrow just ain't bouncing back as quickly as what it otherwise would do. Um, So this time Easter got in the way. So they're all, well, let's rather than running the bloods exactly the week after she had yep. the, the treatment let's wait the extra few days and then do it and so we did that and it just happens that then today was my day off so she's going in tomorrow to get another uh, iv vin christine so fantastic um, so, so she's yes, doing so, well doing well going doing going best, so, so best is can be expected so we worked out that this is week eight of the, yeah, of right. the 26 week protocol but in total it's probably like week it's week 12 in time, but, um, but week, uh, week eight of the protocol, just because a lot of those weeks have turned into 10 day weeks while yeah, we've been right. waiting for her white cells to bump up again. But, um, next week's going to be the crappy one. Next week's the one where she gets the, the and that's the one that absolutely wiped her socks Noxa. off. Yeah. That, that was the one that she, um, ended up with the hemorrhagic diarrhea and we had to go into work and get the drip and things like that for her. So, so the, the, okay. I think Christine, she feels fine with, um, like she goes off food a little bit, but she's, she's not too bad. But the the Doxo is the one that Absolutely knocks her socks off. So right. we'll give her a little bit less of it this time and just really preempt her. Like we'll give her, um, you know, uh, lots of the anti-nausea medications and um, try and, you know, m- try and offset it as best we can. But then we know we've got the drip <laughs> the last time. I can't remember. Do I say that when she had it the last time we were away. So we were down at a holiday house for the weekend. No, oh yeah. No, so, wow. so, so she was down, down at this holiday house and she's just wandering around looking like she's uh-huh. going to vomit oh, gosh, and, gosh. and have a hemorrhagic diarrhea. Was like, Oh crikey. So we we came home early on the Sunday, went straight to work, got the IV drip, um, got the, bought the drip machine and everything home, um, and, and the cats as well. So we've got the car absolutely loaded <laughs> with all the gear. Nice. We've got the dog with um, with uh, chemo induced hemorrhagic diarrhea in the back seat. The cat sitting on one one each of the kids' laps. Drip, the paddleboard paddle on the roof. Paddleboard on the roof. No room for the paddleboard. <laughs> um, everything just chockers in. Wow. And so, yeah, bought a home, had to go to Bunnings and go, Oh, well, actually, no, put the drip on her and then went to Bunnings to go and buy the, which is like the big Home Depot place that we've got here in Australia, um, and to go and get a, a little kitty's playpen to yes, put her in. Yes, yes. Um, so had her in that. And then uh, the, the next day, she was still feeling pretty miserable. So we had, we, we, it was like having a newborn wow. in the house again, you know. Wow. Get, get, yeah, get okay. Every two hours to let her out to go to the toilet. And then um, she did the, uh, the, the, that the international sign of an animal that's ready to come off their drip. She she pulled her drip out the next yeah, day. Okay. Right. Yes. You pull your drip out, kid. You're good to go. Yes. I've come off with a drip now. So, ah, fantastic. Well, so, short short answer, yeah, sorry, mate. In remission. Doing well. In remission. Well, doing remission. Okay. Yeah, short answer. Yeah, good. I'll just edit all that other stuff out. Just cut everything out. Yeah. Give that to the Patreon subscribers. Exactly. And if you want to support us on Patreon, <laughs> yeah, go to vets.pets at patri- patreon.com uh, or two vets. No, hang on. Go to patreon.com for Two Vets Talk Pets. And yes. If you want a question, go to Two twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. Yes. We can certainly answer your question. Hey, um, did we have a, a letter from Patreon from Holly? Uh, did we? Yeah, yeah. We had that on the run sheet. Oh, uh, did we? Thanks, Holly, for your letter. Thanks thanks Holly for was a photo. Letter. It was a photo. She got the the she got, she the got her sticker. sticker. Oh, that was the one she with the sticker. sticker. Yeah, yes. oh, good on you, Holly. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, really appreciate you. for sending that through. You know, Excellent. we um yeah, I'm not sure if she had a question, actually. It's been so long. Perhaps send it through again, Holly, if you if you have got a question. Yeah, I was sorry. just sorry. thinking, Oh no, it's been busy, hasn't it, mate? Easter it, got in the way. It did get in the way. Anyway, I've got a webinar coming up, so I've got to run, mate. So no uh, I'll uh
0: I'll scratch you later. Excellent. Peace out. Have fun, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com.